This is Kiara Coles. Kiara Coles would be 32 years old today. Unfortunately, she went missing from her home in Chicago on October 3rd, 2018. She was also three months pregnant. No one has seen her since that day. What happened to Kiara Coles? Welcome or welcome back. I'm Cassie and this is a wicked world. I'm in the process of working on my sound issues. In the meantime, I've got this little wireless mic. I know it's not the best sound quality still, but I'm waiting on a part. So hopefully next episode, that's all taken care of. So this case received some media attention when Kiara disappeared back in 2018. But the few facts that were reported when she did first go missing were mostly incorrect. And as far as we know, there hasn't been much progress on the investigation in the last two years. So today I'm going to talk to you about what happened around the time of Kiara's disappearance, as well as evidence that investigators currently have, and some theories that are out there as to what happened to Kiara. In my opinion, there's one main suspect in this case. It doesn't seem like there's many other people that Kiara was in contact with the night that she went missing. But let me know what you think in the comments. Do you think it was the same person? This is the story of Kiara Cole's disappearance. Kiara Coles was born September 24, 1991, to her mom, Karen Phillips, and her dad, Joseph Coles. She was the fourth out of five children, and she was close to her family growing up. Kiara was a hardworking, 27 year old, beautiful young woman. She loved to dance, hang out with her friends, and take tons of pictures. She wanted to be on television, radio, or just somewhere where everyone could hear her voice. She worked for the United States Postal Service and also worked part-time for Lyft. She was a very hard worker and was very driven to succeed. Everything that she set out to do in life, Kiara did it. She was well on her way to accomplish everything she had set out to do. So when Kiara was 20 years old, she met and began dating Joshua Simmons, another postal employee, for a few years. Their relationship was on again, off again. Most of the time, it's said that their relationship was good, but they did have some struggles along the way as they dealt with some infidelity from Josh and the fact that he had fathered children with two other women. So in 2017, Kiara started working at USPS, the United States Postal Service, as a fill-in. And when she was finally hired at USPS full-time, she was ecstatic. She had worked her butt off to get to where she was. She set the goal and she made it, which was what it seemed Kiara did with everything in life. And before her disappearance in October of 2018, Kiara had just moved to a new apartment. It was on the south side of Chicago, near 81st Street and Vernon. She had also just recently bought herself a new car, which she was very proud of. On top of all this great news, Kiara had recently found out that she was pregnant. Everything in her life seemed to be going just the way she dreamed it would. The final step in her plan was to get hired at the post office permanently, which she had just achieved. So this pregnancy was just the next step in her plan. Her and Josh had actually been talking about having a child for some time now. 
She found out that she was due April 23rd of 2019. Unfortunately, around the same time, Kiera found out that Josh was once again being unfaithful and he had gotten another woman pregnant this time. So at this point, their relationship was rather rocky, though Kiera still remained upbeat because she was so excited about her new baby. Her friend said that she was so happy about the baby that this helped her deal with Josh's infidelity at the time. Kiera had taken off a couple vacation days from work on October 1st and October 2nd. So on the day that she went missing, October 3rd, she was actually expected back into work. On Tuesday, October 2nd, Kiera had hung out with a friend during the day, leaving in the late afternoon because she had a WIC appointment for her baby. Now, WIC is a program that helps mothers with baby formula and other healthy foods during their pregnancy and when their child is young. On the way to this appointment, Kiera called her mom, and the two had a conversation about what she should get for baby formula. Karen, her mother, remembers that Kiera seemed upbeat and happy during this conversation. So on Wednesday, October 3rd, as I said, Kiera was scheduled to go back into work, but for some reason she decided to call in sick that day. And being such a hard worker, this was very unlike Kiera. We do know that at some point during the day, Kiera went out for groceries. Kiera's mom, Karen, tried to reach her a few times that day, but couldn't get a hold of her. Now, Kiera was very close to her family, so Karen, her mother, thought that it was very odd she wasn't hearing from her daughter, but wasn't panicking yet. Keisha, Kiera's sister, would also try to reach her, but all the phone calls would just go to voicemail. On Thursday, October 4th, Kiera's mom once again tried to get a hold of her. She called repeatedly, with no luck. She asked Keisha, Kiera's sister, to check social media to see if there had been any activity from Kiera. Kiera was actually an avid Snapchatter, and not only was her Snapchat quiet, but all other social media was as well. So at this point, Kiera's mother, Karen, decided to go over to her apartment to see if she was home. Her mother started knocking on the door, but nobody was answering. And through the window, she could see that the TV had been left on in Kiera's apartment, as well as the grocery bags full of groceries left on the counter. This was very odd. Kiera would not have just gone out and bought a bunch of groceries and then left the house with the TV on and the groceries left there to rot. Karen called Kiera's boyfriend, Josh Simmons, to ask him if he knew where Kiera was. He said he did not, and he hadn't heard from her. So Kiera's mom asked if he had a spare key so that she could get into Kiera's apartment. He told her he did not. So Karen called the Chicago Police Department to get a welfare check done on her daughter, Kiera. She was very worried at this point. Her and Kiera talked every day, and it had been days since she had heard from her. When the police got to Kiera's apartment, they actually had to break down the door to get in. When they did, though, they found nothing except for the TV on and, as I said, the groceries on the counter. Kiera's mother was actually a bit relieved. She was worried she might find something far more sinister in Kiera's apartment. Since Kiera was still not there, a missing persons report was filed at this point. When she went back outside, Karen noticed that Kiera's car was not parked directly in front of her apartment like it normally was. Rather, it was parked a little ways down the street, which she thought was odd, especially given the fact that Kiera had been carrying in groceries with her the last time she had entered the apartment. Karen called a locksmith to have them come open Kiera's car, 
Inside, she found her purse, which at the time Kara was using only as a lunch bag, her cell phone, and her USPS work supplies. However, her wallet and keys were missing. There were zero clues as to where Kiara Coles could have gone. Unfortunately, right away, this case turned into a mess. Law enforcement asked neighbors for their surveillance footage from October 3rd, and they find a clip of Kiara leaving her home that morning. Or, at least they thought it was Kiara at the time. We'll get to that in a minute. Police entered her case into the missing person database, but it was labeled as a non-suspicious missing person. So they didn't put a lot of attention into it right away. They thought maybe Kiara had left on her own, though her mother knew better. Kiara would not have done this. USPS even launched their own investigation to find out where Kiara was, and they offered up a reward, as did the National Association of Letter Carriers. When the media picked up this story, they had a lot of their facts wrong. They had Kiara's age incorrect. They were saying that she had gone missing on October 2nd, not October 3rd. News channels all over were showing the surveillance footage, but it was confusing to people. If Kiara had called in sick to work, why was she shown leaving her home in what the police said was her normal work attire that very same morning? Some news stations also reported her being last seen in the neighborhood of 81st Street and Coles Avenue, and others reported her being seen last near her home, 81st and Vernon Avenue. These intersections are over three miles away from each other. Karen decided to reach out to Kiara's work, and she spoke with the postal worker who had taken Kiara's sick call that morning. She wanted to make sure that it was actually Kiara that had called out sick and not somebody else on her behalf. But the postal worker said that it was indeed Kiara's voice on the other line. So that was another dead end. Police started questioning Kiara's boyfriend, Josh. Since she had disappeared, he had not been very active in the investigation. And the time that he had last seen her kept changing. Reports were that he was living with the other woman that he had gotten pregnant. So Kiara went missing and he decided to go live with the woman that he cheated on his missing girlfriend with. Great guy. Did you ask if he'd seen her? Yeah. He said he hadn't seen her, but he'd been talking to her, which found out that was a lie. He gave some conflicting accounts, wasn't consistent on some of his statements, and then uh, didn't want to talk to us anymore. At first, Kiara's family didn't suspect Josh in the least because the two of them had been together for a while and they trusted Josh. Also, he had no criminal record. But then there was the fact that when Karen had called Josh the morning that she had gone to Kiara's apartment, he told her he did not have an additional key to get in. And Karen knew that he did, in fact, have a key to Kiara's apartment. He was lying to her. He had known Kiara for six years, during which time they had fallen in love and gotten pregnant. So why was he acting like this? I see no other reason than guilt. I'm not saying he's guilty because this hasn't been solved yet. I don't want to get in trouble for anything, but I don't see anything other than guilt. The security footage that investigators had obtained from one of Kiara's neighbors showed Kiara walking down the street away from her house. Now, as investigators and family started to analyze the surveillance footage of Kiara, one thing they noted was that they see her walking away from her home, passing by her car, 
then quickly turning to the side and changing directions, almost as if someone off screen called to her. Many media outlets had already picked up the video and people were starting to theorize where she was going and why. And if she had taken that day off, why was she wearing her postal service uniform? So at this point, the investigation had kind of hit a wall. There was no sign of Kiera and there was no trail to follow to see if they could find her. But then several months later, Karen announced to everybody that the woman in the surveillance footage was not her daughter, Kiera. Everyone was shocked to hear this, and Karen also told them that she was asked by investigators to not reveal this information. The police advised her to continue to let the public think that that was Kiera in the video, because they said otherwise it might compromise the investigation. I have no idea how, but I'm not an investigator, so. So Karen had felt that the video was doing no good, and police still had no answers for her. She believed that all the energy being focused on that video was completely irrelevant because it had nothing to do with Kiara. And she's right. Why would they keep letting people believe that it was her if they want to solve this case? Initially thought to be Kiara, but her parents say that's not their daughter. In the beginning, I went along with it because I thought it would help us. I thought, okay, if somebody was like, oh, they think that's her, so, you know, they ain't on the right track. You know, I thought they could slip up and they'd catch them or something, but here we are three years later, and it didn't help nothing. So we know that Kiara was actually last seen on October 2nd, leaving her friend's house for her WIC appointment. There was a discovery of another video from one of Kiara's other neighbors as well. And this one had actually caught Kiera on video. This time, Kiera was seen entering her apartment with groceries in her hands. A little while later, a man that's believed to be Josh enters the apartment. Now, police have not officially named him yet. They just consider him a person of interest at this point. But even her family agrees that this person is most definitely Josh. The surveillance video shows that later that evening, Kiera left her apartment with this same man. They left in Kiera's car, and she was seen sitting in the driver's seat. They drove to a 24-hour Walgreens at 8600 South Cottage Grove, and security cameras inside the store showed Kiera entering and withdrawing $400 from an ATM machine. Kiera's mom said that this is very unusual, especially since it was 10.43 p.m., she says, I didn't understand why she would be taking out $400 because she's very cautious with spending. And why would she be taking out this kind of money at night? Less than an hour later, the person of interest was seen parking Kiara's car outside of her apartment. But this time, Kiara was nowhere in sight. The person of interest exits through the passenger side and nobody exits on the driver's side. And this is how it got parked a little bit further down the street rather than directly in front of her apartment. Police say that they can only speculate as to why the driver would have exited through the passenger door. They said that he could have been staging it to make it look like Kiara had still been driving by positioning her seat where Kiara would normally have it. Now at this point, Kiara's mother, as well as some of her other family members, were convinced that Josh was involved in some way. Kiera's computer, phone records, and financial records were all checked to see if there was any sign of her, but nothing was found. In order to help search for Kiera, her father even quit his job in Wisconsin and moved 
to Chicago to help search for her. For a while, he was even living in his car parked outside of his daughter's apartment. He said that he would not leave until she was found. That is so sad. He spent his days and nights handing out flyers across Chicago and was very outspoken about the case, both online and to media outlets. He's also looked through abandoned buildings in the belief that Kiera might be held someplace against her will. So in the months after her disappearance, police searched areas in and around the Chicago area. In November of 2018, a search of the Whistler Woods Forest Preserve in Riverdale was conducted. Tips had come in suggesting that this area might have something to do with Kiara's case. A couple of bones were located and taken in by detectives, but it's never been revealed if they were human or animal bones. So chances are they probably have nothing to do with the investigation at this point. Police say that they feel they know what transpired. It's just a matter of finding the evidence to corroborate what they suspect. They also shared that they have a minimum of two to three persons of interest who had seen Kiara before she went missing. They haven't revealed anything other than the fact that one of them is an acquaintance of Kiara, which, as we're pretty sure, is Josh. So even though there's not a ton of information, there's quite a few theories out there about what might have happened to Kiara. Now, I'm not saying that any of these are true, because I have no idea. These are just theories. So, the first one, Joshua Simmons, obviously. Everyone's thinking it. The boyfriend, the baby daddy. His story keeps changing. He was last seen with her. All the evidence seems to be looking towards him at this point. Another theory is that Kiara just simply walked away on her own. But given what we've heard from her family, how close she was to them, how dedicated her father was to finding her, I seriously doubt that this one is even a possibility. Dan Perkins. Dan Perkins was actually Karen, Kiara's mother's boyfriend at the time. There's a couple people that are pointing their finger his way. And I feel like this happens a lot when someone goes missing. There's not necessarily even any evidence towards him that I'm aware of, but people are looking in his direction because he was in Kiara's life and he was a male. That's all I got. And the last theory is that maybe there was some gang violence going on since Chicago is known to have a lot of gang activity. Maybe Kiara got caught up in the middle of it accidentally. Or maybe she was involved with something that not a lot of people knew about, including her family. So Kiara's mom, Karen, is still pushing the police for answers about where her daughter has gone and where the investigation lies at this point. Like I said, it seems like they have a very good person of interest and they seem to know where they're going with this case. Hopefully, there's an arrest made soon because Kiara's family and friends need to know what happened to her and her unborn baby. Kiara is described as a black female, five foot four inches tall and weighing about 125 pounds. She has several tattoos, a heart on her left hand, the phrase Lucky Libra on her back, and a jaguar's head on the back of her shoulder. If you have any information as to the whereabouts of Kiara Cole, please contact the Chicago Police Department at 312-747-5789 or the United States Postal Inspection Service at 877-876-2455. Well, thank you for listening to all of Kiara Cole's story today. 
Hopefully, this is not where her story ends, though it seems rather doubtful after five years of her being missing. It hasn't gotten enough media attention, and a lot of the stuff that was out there was wrong, so it was completely not helpful. Kiara's mom and family are now pushing for the FBI to get involved in the case. They say that they will never stop looking for Kiara. Someone must know something. So if you do like true crime and you want to hear it from me, then don't forget to hit that subscribe button below and give this video a like. Thanks for watching A Wicked World today. Until next time, take care guys. Bye.